Welcome. You're listening to Living Faith Podcast. Starry skies, see your hand in time, and mine to lead me through the night. Hello again, Living Faith. I look forward to the time that we can gather in the auditorium for worship. Until then, here we are. This is part four of this week's series. If you've not viewed the previous three segments, I suggest you do so prior to continuing with this one. Again, my special thanks to Don and Tammy Jacobson for thoughtfully and powerfully sharing with us this week. We've been focusing on John 15 and verse 5, where Jesus said, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Jesus is the vine. Without him we can do nothing. Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, is in control. He's our source. He's the holy orchestrator of our lives. We are recipients. This is biblically true, and perhaps we mentally accept it, but do we live like Jesus is in control? Any comfort we glean in God's provision rests on his sovereign control over our lives. But here's the problem. Right now, our world doesn't appear to be under control. In fact, in some ways, it seems totally out of control. So will we allow current circumstances to define and explain God? Or will we look to God to interpret these circumstances? You and I will only know comfort and peace in these uncontrollable situations if we trust the one who controls everything for his glory and for our good. Now, Here's what that trust looks like in the day-to-day. He will provide for us what he knows is best. Now, his vision of my needs is sometimes different than my vision of my needs. So Jesus explains it this way in John 15:2. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. As branches connected to his vine, there are times he determines that we need pruning, cutting back, removing some branches. According to the farmer's almanac, pruning should take place before the plant produces new growth so that it, it doesn't waste energy on damaged areas. And removing dead or dying branches prevents the spread of disease, and helps the plant to focus on producing new and healthy growth. Pruning also does this. It manages the plant's structure. Branches that grow inward toward the central stem or the trunk are likely to end up chafing against other parts of the plant, so it's best to prune them. It's also important to allow some space for air to reach the center of the plant. If the tree becomes too grown in on itself, it's at a greater risk of rot and other diseases. 
Regarding the need for pruning, the farmer's almanac explains, it's better to nip them in the bud while they're still easy to reach and cut. I wonder, in what ways are we experiencing Jesus pruning even now? As our lives are contracted in response to COVID-19, is it possible that the Lord is identifying some things in our lives that are wasting valuable energy? Of the habits that are forcibly being changed, could it be that Jesus is shaping us? Is he preventing us from being too grown in on ourselves? Writing to God's chosen people, the Apostle Peter penned these words, 1 Peter 1, 6 and 7. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You know, as Peter speaks of trials and tests, it sure sounds to me a lot like pruning. Trials prove that our faith is genuine. Furthermore, our faith is far more precious than mere gold. When we consider Jesus as our true vine, our conduit, our source and provider, you and I must constantly remember that his greatest provision is our redemption. It's our salvation. The most important thing that Jesus provides is our opportunity for right relationship with him. Yes, the Lord provided manna and quail to the Israelites, but more importantly, he's provided forgiveness for our faults. We can confess our mistakes, choose his ways, and he forgives us. Divine power caused water to gush from a rock to quench Israel's desert thirst, but more importantly, Jesus provides baptism that completely washes every one of our mistakes from his memory. Our faults are completely forgotten forever. Miraculously, it's recorded Jesus changed water into wine at the wedding in Cana, but more importantly, he sent another comforter, the Holy Spirit, to divinely inspire and direct our lives. Throughout Scripture, God's divine power provided basic needs for his people, but these records of his providing food and clothing and protection and healing, they're all secondary to his primary provision, and that is bringing us back to himself. Indeed, our faith is far more precious than mere gold. And here's the amazing thing that happens when you and I make faith most precious. Jesus said in Matthew 6, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Jesus said, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns. Your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you more valuable to him than they are? 
Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Jesus said, why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field, how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And then he says this. So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Here's the kicker. Seek the kingdom of God above all else. Live righteously and he will give you everything you need. Lord Jesus is our conduit. He's our source. He provides what he knows is best for us. His greatest provision is our salvation. Our faith is far more precious than mere gold. In conclusion, I'm inviting you to pray with me, and I'd like our prayer to begin with three elements. I'll pray and then leave it to you to finish at home. First, let's confess that Jesus is in control. He's the orchestrator. Let's surrender to his control. And let's welcome Jesus' pruning. Let's talk to Jesus about the recent changes in our lives. Are there things that we can do without, things that should be added to our lives? And let's also declare that our faith is most precious. Of all that Jesus has provided and will provide, let's make it clear to him that right relationship matters the most to each of us. Wonderful Savior, Lord, we are so thankful that you are in control of all things. Our trust and confidence is in you. We know, Lord, that you have our best in mind and we surrender ourselves, Lord, to your control. We surrender ourselves, Lord, to even your pruning, Lord, when you challenge us, when you, Lord, remove things that are straining our energy from better things. Lord, when you decide that we've been a little too inward focused and compel us to look outward. Lord, we welcome and embrace, Lord, your power and your glory. We make ourselves available, Lord, to your most precious aspect. Our faith matters more than anything. Lord, my relationship with you is preeminent, Lord, and it's my desire and my goal, Lord, to pursue that, to surrender to that, Lord, to give myself wholly, Lord, to what matters most, and that is you and your kingdom. I trust you, Lord, for everything else to supply it and to provide it, indeed, as you've promised and you've exemplified in your word. We give ourselves to you in the mighty and holy and wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 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 You've been listening to the Living Faith Everett podcast series. Tune in next week for the next part of this series, or join us online at livingfaithministries.church.